Holy shit, everybody. Welcome back to Pop Pop, the pop culture podcast on ageofthenerd.com. It has been a minute and a half since we've done a podcast. Yes, sir, it has. It's been almost two months, I think. Yeah, it's been a while, man. Uh, well, we apologize for that. I'm your LA nerd, Joel Reeves. Sitting across from me, as always, is Taylor Salen. hey And this guy with what sounds like two cotton balls up his nose, Patrick Garrity. Hey, what's up? That sounded pretty good, actually. Yeah, nice. <laughs> uh, so the reason we've been gone, my right, friends... You have to sniff that. <laughs> <laughs> the reason we've been gone is so I took a little trip for my birthday to San Francisco. Then I went to the UK for like two weeks. Then Taylor's been super busy on like a film he's been directing. Yes. And we've just haven't been able to connect mm-hmm. and give you a good product. But tonight, yes. we return... Finally, uh, finally, the, the second, the second, the third coming of this podcast. The third coming of this, this is, that was the second hiatus, I guess that we've taken. Well, right? I mean, it wasn't like a two-year hiatus. Like no, the first no, time. they're small hiatuses, but still, <laughs> the, I'm, 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 you know, I'm sure the viewers are just clamoring for us to to come back and do our thing. Hey, man, we've actually gotten. Uh, I've I've had people be like, Hey, man, where's the where's the podcast? Oh no, shit, that's good. Like, yeah, yeah. That's we good. got we got a new review, dude. Oh yeah, yeah. Without me even having to like. Oh my gosh. Elicit it. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm not like. <laughs> Is hey, it? Uh, guys, was it? Bro. What was this? What was the rating? Dude, five out of five. Dog. Oh well, don't. Oh man, we definitely have to read it on the air now. Five though. out no, of five. I mean, five not right stars. now, but, uh, but soon. We'll do it Maybe. at the end. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, that sounds good to me. I feel like that's the least we could do. Maybe it'll give other people a little bit of encouragement to. Uh, to do the same, you know. Maybe, I mean? yeah. Speaking of, we're on iTunes. Go check it out. Yeah, iTunes. Yay. Oh God, well, I'm forgetting to do one. No, I'm not. Roll those sweet, smooth jams. Wooka wooka. Okay, so we got a little bit of nerd news, as we always do. Um, mm-hmm. I am a huge fan of this tall, goofy dude on The Office named Jim. How about you? Yes, I am also a fan of John Krasinski. Did you realize that recently he was in this sweet, and that's used sarcastically, Michael Bay film about uh, that thing in the yes, Middle East? Yes, Benghazi. Benghazi. Yes, I do know about He's that in film. That? He's in that yeah. movie, yeah. Was it's he, called like is he play like, a, like a soldier? Hours. Yeah, he plays a soldier. So he's getting like, you know He's the, the main uh, the main guy. He's being like a serious badass actor, right? I was gonna say like it'd be <laughs> I wonder if he's believable as like a like a soldier. We should well, go see him find I out. haven't I haven't seen the film, but my girlfriend saw it and she said it was it was pretty decent for a Michael Bay movie, but she also really <laughs> likes John Krasinski, so it's hard it, there's bias there. Yeah. But well the natural um, progression is goofball soldier secret agent right yeah. i mean that's what i've heard yeah. that's like the natural progression for being yeah an actor. well i mean he wasn't in line for captain america when they were casting caps so, i mean that makes i remember sense. us soldier, talking about that on the podcast I mean? yeah but the news there is that uh john krasinski is going to be the new jack ryan which, okay, which i find interesting well <laughs> i don't know i feel like the most interesting thing for me about this is the fact that people actually still care about jack ryan or even know what yeah. jack ryan is dude jack ryan's never gonna die yeah. It's like the American James Bond, you know what I mean? They're like, we gotta yeah. fucking have something. Well, I don't know. What do you What do you think about this, Pat? I wish that there were as many Dirk Pitt movies as there are Jack Ryan movies. <laughs> <laughs> I I wouldn't disagree with that, but I will say that um, I don't know, man. In a in a in a born world, like 
is there room for Jack Ryan? I guess is the question. In you a know? born world. I'm serious, dude. Born's making his comeback this year. No, I know, and I think summer. you're right. I think that's why it could it could just be Chris Pine like not wanting to do another one after Shadow Recruit. But I think maybe you might be right. It's just like they don't do as well because there's better I secret mean, agent movies. I mean, to be honest, like the, the the quality of that movie could could be debated. Like I didn't think it was that good. There was some solid stuff in it, but so forgettable that I don't it, remember. It was, it was really <laughs> forgettable. That's the thing. And they put it out in January, which is notoriously a dump month for studio oh, movies. Yeah. So they, you know, and it made like twenty million its opening weekend or something oh. abysmal like that for a. Yeah, it probably year, cost you know? close to two hundred million, uh, not including marketing. You know, so yeah. um, you know what? I think they they're kind of messing up. Like uh, you mentioned it, and I was like, oh, like Shadow Recruit, and then you were like, oh, there's a lot of movies, and by you, yeah. I'm saying Joel, and then Taylor, <laughs> you said a uh, Hunt for Red October. Yes, Hunt for Red and October. Um, what? I, so fears, a bunch of them. these aren't really like a. It's not a franchise. It's like kind of like a franchise character like James Bond or yeah, Jason exactly. Bourne. But they're not making a franchise movie series no. out of it. They're just making random movies here and there about this character. So like if they really wanted it to be memorable or like a name that people are going to know in good movies, you kind of have to have yeah. like some kind of through line of a, like a franchise, like one company behind it. And like, yeah, this guy's Jack Ryan. Yeah, and now this guy's Jack Ryan. Them, like, Chris Pine was like, yeah, that first one I did. Yeah. It's also my last. Well, here's the thing yeah. that I didn't, that I didn't know that I just found out actually is this is actually a Amazon series. So this is going to be a TV series, not a film. What? Yeah, I which, didn't, I didn't which even read that. Which actually makes a lot more sense to me that you could have like sort of a TV Jack Ryan and you could have huh. a, a movie Jack Ryan. So John you know? Krasinski's TV but, Jack Ryan. But nobody cares about the movie Jack Ryan. So it's like yeah. at the same time, you know, it's sort of this, this I mean, spy point, films but, I'd rather watch than a Jack Ryan movie. Okay. Yeah. James Bond. That's, yeah. That's more of like an espionage. Kind Jason of Bourne. Jack Ryan. Yeah. And even fucking Mission like impossible ghost pros and yeah. ghost pros too, man. Like yeah. I would rather watch the Mission Impossible series. The Kingsman. And, and Kingsman. <laughs> and Kingsman <laughs> not a series, but no, yeah, still, they're, they're would, making yeah, a sequel. You're, you're not but. wrong. I would still rather watch yeah. Kingsman than a fucking Jack Ryan movie. I remember an ex-girlfriend of mine in like high school made me watch the Ben Affleck one. And I was like, this is, this is not good. Yeah, it's terrible. Men in Black. I, yeah, exactly. Just keep, <laughs> keep fucking naming them. Yeah. Mr. Bean. I'd rather watch a Mr. Bean movie. <laughs> uh, fucking uh, Johnny English, dude. Johnny. I love Johnny English. It was such a great film, man. I do think the it's... Steve Carell one? Oh, oh, Mr. Smart? No, Get no. Smart. Get Smart. Get Smart. Yeah, dude, watch Get Smart. Good. Which no, no, is no. like a, re, you know, a reiteration yeah, yeah, of an yeah, old British one. Of shit, but of course the TV was. show. I love that. I grew uh, up watching that show, man. The shoe phone and yeah, all kinds yeah. of just this weird shit. Oh my god! He was like a like a shitty version of James Bond. <laughs> yes, very very. Um, I think so. Is I Jack think Ryan. this show being on Amazon is kind of interesting though yeah. because uh, Amazon's. I mean, I don't have it. I know Julie, you've got the Amazon yeah, I've got service, but they've I've watched some of their shows, a little bits of them, like The Man in High Castle, and it's not bad. Yeah. Like yeah. like they're trying to compete with uh, with Netflix and. They have, if you know, Amazon's got enough capital to back up this drive to make more original content. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and they're not that they're behind because, yeah, like Man in High Castle is like a pretty popular show right now. But I think like you know, Hulu's got a shit ton of shows out right now. Like Netflix obviously has like the fucking monopoly on uh, on like original content. So yeah, I mean, if Amazon wants to stay in the game, they really have to start like making shit like right now. Yeah, we had a so. conversation two days ago about uh, 
Hulu is doing pretty good. Like, like if we're yeah. going to sit down to just throw something on, like, like you're kind of watching TV, uh, it's like, who's the better go to? Like Netflix is a lot more like they're doing a lot more like lower budget indie. And like, like if you want to go watch like every season of an old TV show, they might have it. But if you want to watch current stuff, if it's not a Netflix they don't have original it. series. It's not going to be there. I know. Well, I, this is a total tangent, but I completely agree with that's you fine. because the same thing is that's the, in that regard that's fucking really frustrating me about basically every streaming service, but specifically fucking Netflix is that there are no longer new sh- like there's no there's no new influx of of content coming on like there used to be. Yeah, you know what I mean. They're they're no longer spending money to. Like they used basically, to try to build their library. Now they're to just build like their library. They're fucking making their own library. Yeah. You know? Like if you make a show, you don't have to pay for it. You know what I mean? You don't have to pay for the fucking royalties and all that stuff to be able to play it on your streaming service. Yeah. And so each month, really, like new stuff gets added that's not their own, but they also take away. Yeah. Other when stuff. the shows or, they're or producing they are lose. so fucking good, though, like yeah. you would you would probably most of them most you, of them are really the solid. Thing. Yes, but I will say that I'm kind of getting sick of seeing the same fucking shows showing up on my feed. It's like the same shows and the same movies. Like I've watched all the stuff that I want to watch and I kind of want to like a little bit more variety from them, but I get that it's business too, you know? So it's just, I'm a little, I'm a little saddened by the streaming service recently. Well, and I do Um, like getting a whole season of a show at once, but they might, their business might be served well by doing a more traditional release platform, like like schedule of, uh, here's an episode a week or an episode, even an an episode a day. I think they'd get so backlash. They'd get so much like, they that that would not go over well for them. I, I don't think. Would, I think it would be fine, and I don't think. They I would think do, they I couldn't. I don't think they would go to the traditional TV model though. What they would do is release like three episode chunks. You know what I mean? And even if they yeah. released it, they should release it like in shorter windows. They know, could get away them. with it if it's like a new show and they <clears throat> released it that way. But if they're gonna do like a new season of an already existing show and they did it, I think people would, like you'd say they they get backlash if all of a sudden they were like Daredevil season three, you only get one episode a week. Like people would be furious. I, well, they're, well, they're, they're, but they're, if they release a new show and they say, hey, this show you're gonna get an episode every day, people would be like, ah, okay. Well, like, that's kind of. Have you guys heard of that that show, The Ranch? With um, I, I I have no idea what you're talking you about. Watched it, didn't <laughs> you? You know, look, we all lived together for yeah. a long time. Yeah. we all know Pat's notorious for when there's nothing else to watch on TV, he'll this? find the shittiest thing and just watch it. <laughs> just because? <laughs> no, yeah, he's got it's nothing so else bad, to do. Right? But yeah, I know. I watched all of the, the ranch. <laughs> the, point, the point I'm making is, if did you watch it? Was all of the season released at that point? Because I know when they first released it, they only put half of the season out. Oh. Uh, so I did they, watch they it that fast. Like oh, remember like you that. said that it said part one. Yeah. And you were like confused by that. Exactly. Oh yeah, it did so, say that. And I was like, uh, okay, that's weird. So they're gonna release. It didn't. More it episodes. didn't say season one. It said part one. It's part one of season one. Super. So weird. that's why I think it's kind of interesting. But I think it's also smart for them to play with that because it gives them ability to spread their content out a little bit more. You know. Yeah. And not have to produce ten to twenty or thirty shows a, a year. You know, you or, produce. When it's as shitty as the ranch, though, or I don't think they plan on producing less shows. I actually think it's part of their drive to make more shows because oh, I thought yeah. something. I one of the interesting, like I was spending a lot of time while I was watching it, thinking about this interesting. Uh, it's like their only show. It's kind of like bringing back the sitcom, like yeah, not like prime time, just like the shitty sets. Sh- the three yeah, cameras. like cheap. Oh yeah, like Fuller like House. they built these sets. Fuller House was terrible. <laughs> multicam. Dude. 
and they just like, oh, I didn't watch that. Did they do it similarly? It's oh, the yeah. same shit, dude, and it's yeah. awful. But I mean, it's it's a nostalgia, like just, it's a nostalgia. Fest. It's just like stage like. Yeah, weird high totally, high key like really hot, bad, bright really backlight bad lighting sets, like just, uh, like obviously bad like yeah sets, you know? and like like these background these backdrops that are like only like ten feet away like painted yeah. like a whole like field, field in the background wrong, yeah yeah oh yeah they're not using like and there's no close ups and yeah, over the shoulders and stuff it's just like. Here's a big ass wide of a like scene. A but, yeah. yeah, gentlemen, I'm gonna have to move us on. I know. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, we have gone on the largest this. tangent. Yeah. Um. Just. Oh yeah, John Krasinski. Yeah. Remember when we were talking <laughs> yeah, about John about Krasinski? Uh, I'm curious because I do think if he was able to do something like 13 Hours, that maybe he could. I think he'll be fine. Pull this off. I think he'll be fine. He's a good actor. Yeah. He's I a good actor. He is a good actor. I do enjoy him. Yeah. So we'll see. But it's. Uh, uh, but I will say that I'm curious who. I know Carlton Cuse is the showrunner, but I'm okay. curious. Like I like him. Who's who else is a part of that? Because I think at the end of the day, like he's only as good as is the director he's working. Of with, course, you know? yeah. So a little self promotion. I have been Snapchatting on behalf of the podcast. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, and so today I requested that people send in like the nerdy news that they've read. Okay. And uh, got some responses, my friend. Really? Absolutely. So wow. if you here's the thing. Uh, so usually I plug this at the end, but my Twitter and my Snap or my Twitter and my Instagram for the podcast is at I'm the LA Nerd. Mm-hmm. And uh, right now my Snapchat I haven't been able to uh, integrate yet because I still have a lot of personal people on there. But it's at Reeves Film. If you want to go follow that, uh, I do a lot of stuff for the podcast on there. I asked people and I got some responses. The first one is from uh, my friend Taylor Armstrong. She. Okay. Uh, says the it's exciting that Alicia Vikander is Laura Croft now, and I would agree with that only because remember when it was gonna be Daisy Ridley and it was like yes, you're only that doing was, that, that because was recent that was like only a couple months ago, dude. It wasn't even a couple months yeah, ago. It was, was like it was a couple weeks ago. It felt like a yeah. couple months ago. Who, who is she? Ray, uh, Ray from, from Star, Star Wars. Wars. Like was no no was, no no not Daisy Ridley. Who's, oh, who's Alicia this? Vikander is uh, the Academy Award winning actress from The Danish Girl. That I didn't see, but oh yeah, no idea. She was in. Did you see the Man from Uncle? Oh right, yeah. she was the girl she from was Man, the from, Man Uncle from Uncle too. Did you see Ex Machina? Oh the she oh was the robot yeah, Ex Machina. Oh, by the way, the really hot she robot. Was, she was uh, amazing maybe my favorite movie last year, but Oscar yeah. Isaac's fucking totally killed it in that movie. Totally a, a yeah. different topic. <laughs> well, everybody killed it in that movie. There were the, only like three or four. And dude, the end of that film fucking. Dope. I it had me guessing at possible endings all the way up until the fucking ending of the film. Like never so once good. did I ever feel like I knew. I was like, this is obvious what's going to happen. I just yeah. kind of had all these hunches and ideas, and I was like, I got to know. I got to know. And like, Yeah. <sighs> I, will, I will say I'm a little sad that movie didn't win Best Original Screenplay because of it. So you can visit www.academyfanclub.com yeah. for all, all yeah, of our opinions. Right, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> you can visit. You can the, visit the Academy uh, means nothing anyway. You can visit uh, Pop Pop Another Day because this is going to be renamed The Tangent Cast. Yeah, right? Yeah. Are, are you <laughs> for real, though? So, yeah, no, she has been cast as Laura Croft, and I think yeah. – I like this more. You know me, and I don't like when a studio goes, this person's doing really good in another series. Let's give them a whole other one for no reason. Yeah, well, it's like overload. You know, they're like, yeah. oh, this is the new star, so like, let's yeah. do this and that and this. But no, I think, um, I, I think to be honest, either would have been a really solid choice. Yeah. But I think getting an Oscar-winning actress like Alicia Vikander is uh, – is, is, that's money in the bank, you know, because she's solid and money she's, and people the bank. know people. Most people kind of know who she, she's fairly high profile now, you know. So now, yeah, um, after winning the the statue, but um, <laughs> the, the naked s- man, the, the naked, the naked gold man. Um, 
but yeah, no, I'm excited, man. I'm, I'm curious to see how they're going to try to sort of either update what they did with like the Angelina yeah. jo- Jolie movies or sort of, you know, sort of how are they going to take this uh, sort of the next step in the You franchise. know all the neckbeard fanboys in the universe are g- going to be like, but her titties ain't huge. I know, I, I'm, I'm, oh, look, that was a fucking PlayStation 1 video game from the 90s. That was right? like polygons. Like, like, you look back on that game they're, footage they're square now. square boobs, They're man. triangles, dude. Yeah. They have, like, look, it's outrageous. The character was done that way for fucking who knows why. I just want to see a badass fucking chick kicking ass. Yeah. She doesn't have to Strong have big-ass titties. Strong yeah. And, like, the new Laura Croft video game kind of represents that. She's not hugely large chested she's just like a rough and tough girl and i think that's what they're going for yeah they're really trying to stray away from that angelina jolie angelina look. jolie uh has small breasts <laughs> i'm not kidding they they enhanced them for that for those movies they've oh no i i know they enhanced them but she does them. not have small breasts yeah but they, the <laughs> character has big breasts regardless yeah yeah in that movie you know what i mean yeah like they altered her, so it's just kind of weird. I don't think that in today's culture they could get away with altering, a, a, like, like doing no, digital I think alterations. Be too much like, like social backlash. Oh yeah, and yeah. rightfully so. But uh, cue the tangent on boobs. Go. Today I like them. <laughs> they're the best. We gotta do. A they're the on the, every they're the best. I'm the best. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, best. no. I'm what I what I'm. I just uh, you know. I mean, I'm all for making stuff a little more realistic and gritty, Absolutely. but I just hope that they don't take it down that road that every revived franchise is going where it's like, we're going to make it dark and gritty and it's going to be like uber realistic, you know, that kind of shit. I like, don't need it to be dark and gritty, but I would prefer it to be more realistic. Like the Angelina Jolie ones had so much, like, I don't know, it was just crazy supernatural. Shit, but I think in those movies, it, well, especially with the first one more so than the second one, but even the second one, there's a sense of fun, you know, like, and I think yeah. that character has that. There's the, it, it, it's, it's a, it's like an Indiana Jones character where it's like the, that sort of, it, they, they thrive in adventure, you know? Oh yeah. Like I mean, it, it's not her corporate job. She's a tomb raider. That's, that's what, what I'm she saying. does. Like, so it's fun I think to do. there needs to be a nice mix of like the jokes and all that stuff. Yeah, absolutely. With, uh, something a little more realistic, but saying, you know, going too far down that spectrum, I think is a bad thing. So, Faux sheezy my kneesy. Yes, sir. Uh, the second topic was, dun da 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 I, this, I'm, okay. Uh, we've missed a couple months of podcasting, so we yes. didn't ever really get to talk about Daredevil Season 2. I will say, I thought it was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, I will also say that my least favorite part of it was the daredevil stuff my really? favorite part of it was the fucking john bernthal punisher stuff of course he absolutely killed it and i'm pretty sure we've talked about on the podcast before how i wasn't a big fan of him as shane yeah. but i just think he, I, he's he perfect fucking killed it as yeah. a punisher and so the news is that uh they have officially ordered a spinoff series on netflix for the punisher yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's exciting. Which I think was always the plan, like introduce him, see what happens, then give him a show. Yeah. But it was never official until today. What I'm, what I'm I enjoyed him more than Daredevil. What I'm what I'm really excited that. for. Oh, Pat was on his phone. <laughs> I was looking up Angelina Jolie's bra size. <laughs> there you go. And uh you know what's you know what's worse? Is uh, she had a double mastectomy. Oh yeah, but then she got fake boobs again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh man, that's brutal. But yeah, no, his like like we both said, his stuff was the best part of the season two of Daredevil, for sure. Yeah. He did such a good job, and I'm so excited to see 
his own fucking show. Well, well, I'm excited for that too. But I, well, first of all, I'm, can we just talk about how they uh, much like Spider? Well, I'm sorry, damn it. You're gonna have to cut that out. Why? I was no, thinking about Spider Man. I was saying okay. much like Spider Man, hey, but I didn't. Who doesn't think about Spider Man on a daily basis? I know. Basis, well, much man. like Spider Man, it's just like I feel like they've really got the character right. Finally, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like it only took four times, but they got it right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, I didn't hate Tom Jane. No, Tom Jane was good, but that movie, oh, as a whole, was kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's of course it's flawed, you know. But uh, there's still a lot of shit to like. Yeah. But, um, it's not. It, it doesn't truly do justice to the character of the Punisher. That storyline didn't really do justice. No, no, no. You know, um, I think Warzone was fucking. <laughs> that movie is insane, in, in a fucking bad way. insane, and it's on its own level. So, in a weird way, I don't really consider that part of the franchise. Fuck but, no. um, but yeah, no, it's nice to see that they're back, uh, back, you know, back and forth. What I'm really excited though for is to see if Punisher shows up in shit like uh, the Defenders and ends up even maybe even showing up in an Infinity War movie. Maybe there's a subplot where they have to go to Hell's Kitchen and get the Punisher to fucking this. I don't know, whatever you know. Yeah, like, yeah. there's a million possibilities. I so. think that I think that they are leading towards Netflix characters being in something like that. But okay. I, I think it's he would probably time. be the smallest on the list. I think it would go I think Daredevil, it, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones. Oh yeah, no. But the idea of like just yeah, yeah. Frank Castle just popping up like in a scene or oh, yeah. in, in a, a small storyline is awesome. You know, absolutely. And fucking I, props to John Bernthal, man. He Fuck. Like, I can't say it enough. Yeah. He did such a good job. He's, I, don't pretty, I pretty much don't know anybody that has, like, not liked his uh, performance yeah. in, that, in that season. It's absolutely perfect. You were... Oh, I was just going to say that I hope that they cross over between uh, different Netflix Marvel shows, at least. Like, like yeah. we, they, they hint at, like, uh, oh, there's, like, the Doctor that that has treated, like, multiples. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And well, she, she gives, like, little... But, like... I'm in, I'm curious and I'm interested in seeing them like uh, actually appear in each other's shows. Yeah. Well, I mean, in Jessica Jones, Luke Cage shows up in that, but yeah, but idea, he doesn't have his own show. He does, he does in it's, September. It's coming. The yeah. whole idea with all these Marvel shows is they want to do Daredevil, Luke Cage, Iron Fist. Yep. And, and then the Jessica Defenders. Jones, and then all those shows are going to lead up to this team up show called The Defenders. And it's basically kind of like the Avengers of Hell's Kitchen kind of thing. That could be cool. It I, could be. I, I, I it think could also like really fucking backfire in their faces. Yeah. I think that their shows have been flawless so far, so there's no way they I could didn't, fuck no, it. I didn't watch all of Jessica Jones, so it's hard for oh, me to say. Oh, Jessica Jones is it's uh, making a fucking movie. I've not seen anything, okay? No excuse. It's the best out of out of really? all all, the sh- all their shows. The first two episodes and it, I think it's tied. It, it yeah. was a little too procedural procedurally for me. No, first, no, no, no. The also, two the it starts uh, admittedly not that great kind of yeah. shit. Uh, it really, really picks up. Uh, episode six, I yeah. think, it, and out is like gold. Uh, David Tennant, uh, best fucking villain ever. So I kind of think, uh, I think David Tennant's the best Marvel villain we've ever had. Like, yeah. sorry, yeah. sorry, Loki fangirls, put your pants Dude, back on. Uh, so I kind of think that my only thought as why they might not do that great when they're combined is there's like stylized differences between the different shows and they have there are a lot of similarities like hell's, hell's kitchen especially between like uh like certain elements but uh jessica jones is told much more like an old school film noir like yeah. detective classic, show classic, yeah classic, she classic, and, and it's yeah. cool because she's not even like a femme fatale she is the pi detective like i love it she's yeah, she's the, the coolest the like female superhero it's no, awesome you could say that and, and i don't and that style doesn't cross over to like 
the Daredevil. So if they're combined, like I feel like her yeah, show it, might lose its, its like uniqueness. It's kind of but Iron to, like, Man's not the same two as two a Captain America movie. It's not the same as a Hulk movie that was completely different from a Thor movie. And, and all made those the Avengers. movies have a different tone than the Avengers, which has its own tone. Exactly, the thing. show just but, has to have its own so tone. So I think it is possible. They have to get the right person to do it. But I think, to be honest, it's really going to depend on what they do with Iron Fist and Luke Cage. What tones those are, yeah, and sort of like what they do to set set it up, you know what I mean? Because um, that's kind of been the plan from the beginning is the Defender show, so yeah, uh, and that's tangent for this. Uh, they haven't shown all for this topic. <laughs> they haven't shown a lot of uh, Iron Fist stuff yet. They've kind of like leaked mm-hmm. little teaser images, but it's not even like characters and I costumes. S- I it's saw, like I Instagram saw stuff. I saw some set photos, but that was really everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's him, like, not in his Iron Fist costume. Yeah, it was just him, like, on the street, normal. Yeah. So we'll see. I think uh, Netflix original television for Marvel is the future of... It's exciting. ...of everything. Yeah. It's fucking great. So we'll move on from that. Yes. Um, Resident favorite nerd ever, Nathan Fillion. Aw. Our buddy. (laughs) Aw. Our buddy, uh, what's his, uh, Captain Hammer. Captain Hammer. he was in Guardians of the Galaxy 1 as the voice of the big blue dude that uh, gets grooted up the nose. And, in, the pr- uh, uh, in the prison. Yeah, yeah, in the prison. It was a super cool cameo. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when he said he was going to be in the movie, you were, like, super excited, and then you didn't see him. Unless you were really paying attention, you know, you probably missed him. And uh, then they were like, he's going to be in Guardians 2. And you're like, oh, great. Now what? A fucking yeah. hamburger salesman cameo yeah like no get this shit he's gonna be cast as wonder man which yeah i hear the crickets i hear the yeah crickets. i know i i i'm i'm pretty fairly well versed in comic yeah. lore and i've never heard of fucking wonder man i heard of him but i'm like it's eh. a lot he's, he's really small superhero yeah. role as opposed to like a cgi cameo okay yeah wonder man aka simon williams uh, he's been a part of team affiliations such as Avengers. Even he's been oh. in the Defenders. He's okay. With Shield. Uh, so he's he is is he like a human or is he from some other planet? In the... Uh, yeah, that's a good question. I don't know that much. About him. <laughs> well, uh, there we go. I do know that he's just kind of like a Marvel version of Superman, though. Yeah. He's like virtually invulnerable. He's got flight, supervision, you know, super strength. All well, that kind of stuff. Well, He's that's a challenge for the uh, listeners. If you know uh, if Wonder Man's an alien or not, yeah, let us know. please let Write us know because we don't like yeah. we're huge nerds and we don't fucking know yeah, much about it's him. Like what the hell? Uh, but I'm just excited to see Nathan Fillion as a fucking superhero, man. That's all I've ever wanted. Like, yeah. Now that I think about it, you're absolutely right. He hasn't been in like really any. He hasn't been cat. Why has Nathan Fillion not been fucking cat? He was going to be... This, this annoys the fuck out of me because people, he's, like, so perfect. People were pioneering for him to be uh, the Flash, and it didn't happen. And I'm glad it didn't well, happen because I, I prefer would, him to be... He would... Yeah, I, I agree. He would He would make a good older Flash, but if they're going for a younger Flash, he's yeah, too yeah. old, you know? So, um, But no, yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for Guardians 2. You know James Gunn has been doing a lot of, like, Facebook, like, live q and a Yeah, yeah. Um, which has been incredible because he's been answering a lot of questions. Um but I'm just excited to see what he does in that movie. Uh, but also Nathan Fillion for Nathan Drake, uh, if anybody's that's, listening. That's uh, that's obvious. I, yeah, except it's ne- it's not gonna fucking happen. Unfortunately, no, it'll never happen. But I mean, that's it, like when fucking David O. Russell had the fucking 
like director's chair for the movie, and he was like, I want Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, and he wanted to make it quote unquote a family movie. That fuck that. That was stupid, yeah. Well, no, it needs to be Nathan Fillion kicking ass. I feel like (laughs) Nathan Fillion being cast as Nathan Drake is the epitome of stunt casting. Like, you're just casting him because he looks like the character, and he could totally play it. But I feel like no, no, it's the obvious have, choice. Have as you well. played the games? No, of course I've played He's the games. He's literally the same person. I know. <laughs> I know. Um, so, yeah. Hey, there's that tangent. Yeah. Dang, we're killing it on these I tangents, the bro. The tangent cast, dude. The tangent cast. So, there's really not a whole lot of news on that, except it's fucking cool. Yeah, because he's gonna be in a Marvel movie. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he... it's not gonna be like a super big role. You know, no, it's gonna no, be no, kind of, of like not. a Yondu size role from the first one, where he kind of pops in and out of scenes. I'm fine with that. Which that that's yeah, yeah. that's the best because he can come in and steal scenes and just jump out. You know, yeah. he's gonna Thomas. He's gonna Thomas Jane. What like uh, <laughs> Scott Pilgrim? Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, the he's gonna police. Thomas Jane it, dude. Um, so these next three topics all kind of tie into each other loosely. Um. The first one I want to talk about is that Robert Downey Jr. for a long time was like, Iron Man 3 is my last Iron Man movie, which I was okay with because it sucked ass. <laughs> um, but then he's done, you know, he keeps doing these cameos and all these movies, the Avengers, the Infinity War, all that, blah, 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 right? He is Tony Stark. And uh, he kind of went back on, he, he takes the backseat, what he said, and he's interested in doing an Iron Man 4. Yeah, I great mean, response. I, mean, I, don't know. I hate you... the Iron Man franchise. They all suck. Ooh, really? Wow. Yeah, Whoa. I hate all of them. Really? Yeah. The number one is good. the fucking worst. No, it isn't. it's not the number well, three. Are you fucking kidding number me? Number three is worse. Number three number, is the worst. Number, number one three is, is, is worse. Is a, number is a very well one is second. Story. I beg to differ, but Ooh. whole other tangent. Yeah, can talk about it for like we, an we hour can't, we can't <laughs> about how it's impossible. About how they fuck. Like it's really hard. All these superhero no, movies the movie has on problems. their first. No, no, just like uh, I, all these superhero movies in their first movie, they all like have to tell the origin story, so they end mm-hmm. up taking way too long, mm-hmm. and then they don't give themselves enough time to really build and tell a proper villain. And I think Iron Man one just messes that up even more than the other movies out there. But anyway, okay. But with that said, um, oh no, so true. No, well, I was just gonna say. With that said, uh, you know, origin stories, man. I'm really glad. Um, I'm really glad that a certain character is not having an origin. I story. I shut the fuck up. We're not talking about that yet. We're not talking about that yet. <laughs> I want to go to talk about no, that. Too bad. Look, here's the thing. There are certain characters that if they recast them as uh, their superheroes, I wouldn't give a flying fuck. Okay. Yeah. Iron Man is not one of those characters. Uh, RDJ is Tony Stark, and if he well, agreed the, to play the character forever, I would be okay with it. Yeah, no, absolutely, but he, he obviously can't. Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. What did you call him? RDJ? RDJ. Robert, Robert Downey, Downey oh, Jr. Oh, I didn't realize you were saying an acronym. I was like, RTJ. Yeah, I was like, A-R-T-I-E space J-A-Y. I was like, RDJ. Who the fuck is that? RDJ. Is that a nickname of his I've never heard of before? Who is this magical person? And like... Hugh Jackman is, or I'm sorry, Hugh Jackman is Wolverine. Yeah. Like, would be okay with him oh. playing that forever. Like, what? What tangent are we gonna go on now? Can we just talk for a second because this is yes, something yes, that's yes, been bugging yes, the yes, fuck yes, out of me? Yes, yes, yes. Is why do they have to put Wolverine in every fucking movie? They couldn't just not help themselves putting it at him in Apocalypse, but of course he's gonna be in fucking Apocalypse. Why? Is, wait, I why? Really why should he be in Apocalypse? But. Why? He's in every movie. You don't need a fucking cameo because when he's, he's in not every the movie. Lead character of the X Men. 
I know that's no, the but point he's of, a member of the team. I feel I he's feel not like in the, Apocalypse, or at least he wasn't supposed to be. And they, they showed in the last trailer, they showed the claws coming out, and it was funny that oh, the, I, the, I mean, in, when thing, I read Age of Apocalypse, I, the the funny thing is, is on there. Facebook, it, the trending, the little description on the trending thing for for the trailer was. Uh, New trailer shows claws similar to Wolverine's. Like they're not Wolverine's claws. Somebody they're similar. Else's like that claws. doesn't make it fucking any X23. sense. Twenty three. It was funny. We have two claws though. But no, yeah. I mean, it's just, uh, it'll, it'll be a son, but just bone claws. <laughs> it just it just makes me think of Robert Downey Jr. in that sense. It's like he, you know, he's um he's he's in everything these days. As long as it sticks to a small cameo in the film, I'm totally okay with it. Yeah, exactly. Um, he's. I mean, we already know he's not the lead, so it's yeah. fine. We're going to get over it. Um, I think I would be fine to see an Iron Man 4 as long as they uh, redeem themselves for that giant pile of trash that they called Iron Man 3. They yeah. need to go a little bit darker. I mean, they took a risk. You yeah, know, they like, could use a page out of fucking the DC You can't book. fault them for at least not to, like taking a risk. You know, At least they were brave about it. And yes, it may I have can. been a misstep, but still. I don't think there's anything brave about that. It was a comedy film. And the Mandarin was like, I. This could be the biggest tangent. Like, why? It was just, yeah, I know. It was disappointing for sure. There's good stuff in that movie. They told a lot of yeah, jokes. Like credits. And and I <laughs> and I do remember when Joel and I saw that movie. It was together, and we laughed a lot. But that was like one of the that was the biggest problem with the movie was that we laughed too much. Well, you you laughed a lot until that Mandarin thing happened, and then you're like, God fucking damn it! You hated the movie forever after that. Happened. I came out of it being like that was funny, but that's not what I was looking for. Yeah. Okay. At all. Okay. Regardless of Iron Man three, I think that they the, the my thing is just like Robert Downey Jr. is getting older. I think the only real viable storyline that they could still tell with his age and all that stuff is Demon in a Bottle. I feel like if you're going to do yeah. Iron Man's... No, absolutely. I Iron was just Man about to say, 4, his alcoholism, they've like... Here's the thing. It's like they've... They've, they've hinted at they've it. They've slightly talked about Iron it. Iron Man 2 kind of had tinges of yeah, Demon in a yeah. Bottle, you know? Demon in a Bottle would be great. That's what... Yeah. Here's the thing. Is I think that they, that they think they've covered it. And like they fucking haven't, mm-hmm. so they might not go that way. But I, but that's I think that's the only Dude, thing they could do for sure. For, for me, it makes total sense because yeah. you have all the shit that's happened to Tony in like the Avengers movies, and I'm sure yep. what's going to happen after in Civil, Civil War. War. So that's got to take its emotional toll at a certain point, you know. So I'm very, um, I'm hopeful that if they do it, which by the way, he says he's open to the possibility of doing one, not saying that oh we're gonna. Do you know what that means you know? is if they pay him enough, he'll do it. Oh, they're gonna pay him whatever the fuck he wants. <laughs> But uh, this is, I mean, it's its kind of for me like to- Toy Story 4. Um, it's at Toy Story 3. Watch all what good, you say. But I kind of feel like it's not really necessary. At all. How and dare all, you? You know, like we don't really need an Iron Man 4. Like we've got so I need much a Toy Iron Story Man 4. Every other movie that, like, if you ever compare Toy Story to Iron Man again, I'm going to compare you. Toy Story 3 <laughs> to Iron Man 3, except I'm going to say that one's better than the other. Toy Story 3 and is it's better. It's not which one you're thinking. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I didn't want to hold that joke for too long because you would fucking stab yeah, me. Yeah, we all... Toy Story So Taylor's not on the podcast gold. anymore. Yeah, he's exactly. dead. Uh, um, so this loosely ties into uh, Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man. Yes. He keeps saying, like, this is going to be my last movie. This is going to be... This is my last movie. <laughs> he, yeah, and then and then he makes, like, $50 million in royalties off everyone. He's like, the next one's going to be my like, last one. And he's like, damn, I forgot how much I fucking love money. Remember when I was a cokehead and I wasn't in anything? Um <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the newest cameo that he's going to be making is in a little film my boner likes to call 
Spider-Man Homecoming, which is kind of news. Yeah. That we missed a week or yeah, three years ago. That was pretty recent. Yeah, that the new Spider-Man film with Tom Holland is going to be called Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah. Uh, which I think is cool. I'm excited for it only because we're not getting an origin story again. Which is what you hinted at yes. earlier. There is no origin story. Holla fucking Louie. Yeah. He's just going to exist, you know? And He's just going like, to be fucking Spider-Man. You don't need to. Spider-Man's so well-known, you don't need to. Hey, guess that. what? His uncle dies. Fuck. Yeah. Spoilers. Oh, by the way, can we talk about the reverse or the Benjamin buttoning of Aunt, Aunt May? <laughs> that was a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Getting younger and younger in every Old. Movie. Kind of old, yeah, and, and then, then like hot, like fucking Martha like Tomei's like fucking just, hot. Just move past the stage, <laughs> like that step aunt you kind of want to have sex with. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. She's definitely not old. Yeah. Um, but so RDJ is going to be in that movie, and that ties into uh, there's been so the first Civil War clip that they released, and I know I would have loved to have podcasted about this. But it came out while I was in the UK. Yeah. Uh, the Civil War trailer came out while yeah, I was in the with, UK. Spider-Man. And I lost my shit when Spider-Man steals the shield. Hey, guys. Right? Fucking great. Loved it. Moving on, though, because that was fucking a month ago. Uh, the new the, There's been a new television spot where... Um, there's new TV spots every day, but yes. I know. <laughs> there's, it's just kind of a whole bunch of the same action. You see Cap, like, literally, like, busting his biceps by holding a fucking oh helicopter. God. Like, that's pretty cool. So but the show stealer, sorry, Cap, it's cool that you can stop a moving, flying vehicle, but even cooler is Spider-Man swinging in through glass, kicking Falcon right in the fucking chest, and then Bucky's like, I have a buff arm that's made out of metal i'm yeah. gonna punch you and spider-man just kind of catches it like it's a child's fist and just kind of yeah. like turns it to look he at like it. He, he straight up neo's neo's fucking bucket yeah he effortlessly just kind of goes huh just twists mm -hmm. his arm to the side and goes you have a metal arm that's so cool dude yep can we are you hard right now i'm fucking hard right now yeah just even I mean, talking about it, it was um I'm just, let's put it this way. It's awesome, but I'm sad that I didn't get to see it in the theater, you know, like when I was watching yeah. the movie. It's amazing, though. You mentioned that it's Spider-Man done right. Yeah, well, I just finally feel like they got the character right, you know. Like, there's certain aspects of both of those first two, quote-unquote, franchises. Yeah, yeah. The different uh, actors um, that, you know, the f those filmmakers got right. And certain things that, like, for instance, the Raimi uh, franchise did right the web franchise did wrong and vice versa, you know? Yeah, oh, so it's, yeah. I feel like they finally found the right mix of what that character needs and what that character represents. Young and smart ass and smart ass and still in high school, you know? So yeah. it's like, it's Absolutely. not like the Raimi movie where like fucking the 30 minutes into the first movie is out of high school, you know? Yeah. So it's like, Spider-Man like is the a Garfield, high school character. The Garfield character, he was a smart ass because he thought he was like cool and slick. I feel like, Tom Holland is being a smartass because he's young and he doesn't he just, fucking know just, any better. Yeah. He's, he's literally like, that's a fucking cool arm. And he might not even be trying to overpower the Winter Soldier. He's just like looking at the arm, but yeah. he easily just fucking peels away like that punch. The Winter Soldier is no, no weakling. We've seen him in the titular title movie Winter Soldier fucking go toe-to-toe -to -toe with Captain America yep. and sometimes beat his ass. I mean, let's, yeah, like, let's put it this way. Like, he he went up against the shield, you know? Like, yeah. the shield is, and that's, I mean, that says a lot. Um, and Spider-Man's easily just able yeah, to, just like, whatever. a 15-year-old kid is able to just pull his arm away and be like, oh, that's a I cool arm. If, I'm going to beat your ass now. I wonder if, like, someone, for instance, like Spider-Man could actually, like, crack the shield. 
Ooh, I like would if, say like if you could break, I would say like, no. Break vibranium. You know, I would like, say no. I don't. Well, the shield's thick, but like, could he be strong enough to like? I guess vibranium's indestructible. Uh, yeah, exactly. I would say no. Um, the only person that's Spider-Man's ever been able to do strong, it. Yeah, dude. but like Thanos is the only one that's ever been able to actually do that. I actually gauntlet, don't know if that's right? true, but in my knowledge, I've, that's the only time I've ever seen it happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got you. Um, but like, the point is, is that like I just cannot contain my excitement for Spider-Man. Yep. And I've the cool tried. The cool thing is, is you're getting Spider-Man two years in a row. I know. For the first time ever. I know. It's exciting. But the more exciting thing is, is where, where else are they going to use him? Where else is Spider-Man going to show up? Everywhere you know? that they fucking can. I don't see. I don't, <laughs> I don't think Star you, Wars. I don't think, uh, <laughs> yeah, Disney's like, all right, we're going to put Darth Vader in Civil War, and we're going to put Spider-Man in <laughs> Episode Eight. <laughs> He's dual wielding lightsabers attached to webs, and his, he's just fleeing his, around then, like a Burning Man light his, show. His <laughs> web slingers turn into like blasters. Pew pew pew! Oh, don't even! That's his so web cool. Shooter shoot. <laughs> oh my god! Crossover cosplay, right? Yeah. Oh damn! Someone out there I should do Jedi that. Wolverine I can't do it. One year at Comic Con, some cool shit. Dope. Yeah, were his claws lightsabers? Yep. Fuck yeah, they were. That's and super they lit dope. up and everything too. It was cool. <laughs> Fuck yeah, they were. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, I. I mean, Spider-Man: Homecoming. I think it's. I always tell myself to not get ex- like too excited about things, but literally seeing him like just fucking swing in, whoop Falcon's ass in a half a second, and then. Well, Put Bucky in his place. I mean, it's, it's so cool. It's easy to get excited for this movie because we've heard so much about it and we know pretty positively that it's awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, it's got a 94% on Rotten Tomatoes right now. We shouldn't count Rotten Tomatoes as like, oh, a movie's good or bad. Uh, but it's a good sign but that I kinda most do. people are enjoying it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I'm sure people enjoy it to varying degrees, but they're still enjoying it. So, um, I mean, all I know is last time I was at the theater for Batman vs. Superman, uh, when that trailer came on, people basically almost gave a standing ovation after it played. And I was just <laughs> like, yeah, this movie's going to make gangbusters. What movie? Civil War. Uh, Pat, how do you feel about Spider-Man? Yeah, I know. I feel like you haven't been there. I think Spider-Man as a character is pretty cool. Um, I don't really give a shit about, like, trailers. How dare you? <laughs> yeah. It's hard for me to judge like a two second clip and talk about like a like a little like I think it's cool that they're portraying him in a certain way and they're bringing him into the movies and I really want to see where that goes and I think Civil War should be a really good movie because the Captain America movies have been yeah like Winter Soldier was really good I think Civil War is gonna be really good yeah it might um, actually be the only like one of the only good superhero third superhero movies. I think it has a cool premise. You know That's I mean? a pitting, good point. Pitting All the superheroes super against superhero each other for their like moral fibers and like like yeah. like what's their moral compass say? Like why are like why are they fighting against well, each other? It and, also like, challenges them as, as it's much more interesting and superheroes to to challenge their beliefs. You know what I mean? And that at the end of the day, morality, mm-hmm. right and wrong, that kind of thing is something that superheroes like that's. We all love to read about superheroes or watch superheroes because it reminds us that we can be better people, you know. But when the better people I can't are, be a better person. are questioning what's right and what's wrong and are, are conflicting with one another, that's for me when it gets really interesting, you know what I mean? I think that's why it's, people are, are seeing that. Question for you. So with this supposed cameo for Iron Man in Homecoming, yeah. 
clearly the relationship between Spider-Man and Iron Man has held then if if he's going to be in the movie. Yes. Do you think Spider-Man's going to flip sides like he does in the comic book? In the I, comic book, he goes to Cap's side eventually, towards yeah. the end. Yeah. Do you um, think that's going to happen or do you think, think he's just going to be team Iron Man? I think that definitely has the possibility of happening, especially because RDJ is in the fourth movie or in the Spider-Man movie. And what, what would be really interesting for me is for him to befriend Spider-Man, which, by the way, I think... Um, uh, Iron Man is the one, or uh, Tony Stark is the one who makes his suit and gives it to him in this, by the way. Oh, of course. Um, and his 100%. Shooters and all that shit. Yeah, so yeah. they're, you know, they're obviously buddy buddy. But what I would love to see is to see Spider Man flip like he does in the comics. And then for Robert Downey Jr. to kind of almost be playing sort of like a villain role where he's almost trying to yeah. like track down Peter Parker, you know, and like <clears throat> maybe he's not pissed at him, but there's some sort of like a weird vibe going on there you know i made you that, that suit. you owe me 20 million dollars <laughs> that would make so much more sense and would be so much more interesting than him just playing tony stark like he does in all these movies you know he could play a different side of tony stark and that would be amazing yeah so yeah that's, absolutely that's kind of the thing that i hope happens but um i'm pretty sure he's he's i'm pretty sure in that respect the major beats of the comic book or uh, the movie are going to be the same as the comic i'm book. slightly worried that they won't be I I um Did you read any of what the after credits are? No. Okay. I don't even want to know. I yeah, no. I, I know that neither of you would want to do something like that, but I'm a spoiler fiend and yeah, there's just like there's there's an after credit scene that kind of makes me question like does my, Spider-Man flip sides or well, not? Well, like, my big thing is is and again, too much if you information. It's my podcast. Cover cover your ears for 5 seconds if you don't want to hear it. Um my true question is uh whether or not um, Bucky is going to take over the mantle in this movie, I think yeah. he is. I mean, Crossbones is in the movie. It makes fucking sense, you know. Like all signs lead to that, and I feel like that that big battle we're seeing, that big airport battle, is only like a mid. Like we're not seeing. Oh, all, that's, that's 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 definitely like, not third. That's act. like a mid. That's a midpoint sort of action scene. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Everything finally comes to a head, but I think that's when um, they first like realize that they're against each other. Yeah. Exactly. That's the first time they By fight. By the way, speaking of Civil War, just really quickly, and this is, is something that I found a couple people have agreed with me on, but I know people are excited for Spider-Man, and I know you're really excited for Spider-Man because you're a Spider-Man fan, yep. but can we just talk about how fucking badass Black Panther looks and how well executed that character looks? Oh, you mean he's getting shot by a fucking 50 cal like machine gun? He's just like, mm, Yeah, don't care. and then the, the shot <laughs> where he the claws on the shield. And he's pulling it and down. Then, and then the, the shot where he's like running from Cap, and then he slides in the claws. Like, yep. that shit is like, oh my god. And then Ant-Man's in the movie, too, and we've barely seen anything from him. He gets so, fired from an arrow. I'm so excited, uh, dude! It's so I'm in so excited movie? to see Civil War. Civil War. I'm so excited Damn to see Ant Man. I, I like I'm staying away from all these like and trailers. Now, and now I know shit. all the shit I was. He was literally to in like the first trailer, bro. Yeah, he's he's actually been in all the marketing. Don't material, watch but, stuff. But they've but they've made him in Ant Mode and all the marketing material, so people don't really know he's in the movie. I think you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it is. Um, it should be cool, but we should probably move on because we've been talking about this shit forever, right? Not that long. I mean, do you have anything else you need to say? I feel like I've said my piece on that. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, Kevin Feige came out saying that Marvel's making the creative decisions on Spider-Man. Oh, Homecoming, yes, yes, yes. Which is kind of a big fucking deal. It's a, a huge They deal. were like, hey, Sony, remember that time you failed always? And then you <laughs> gave um, us the character and we totally succeeded with him on the first try? We're going to now be the boss. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but apparently Kevin Feige says that this deal that they worked out uh, where they kind of have some sort of producing aspect of Homecoming. Yeah. Since they are allowing characters to cross over like this, they're saying that they have a creative control on this character, 
which is literally if like if I had I I've I've just ascended like you've reached I'm um, happy. Nirvana. You've reached Halcyon. <laughs> yeah. I'm that's just Halcyon the, days, dude. All I want to hear is that Marvel's gonna yeah. Basically, be making this. I mean, Sony Spider-Man this movie. is you know this is obviously the golden age of superhero movies. Again, we've had this discussion before. It's a question of how long it'll last. But I do agree that you know Marvel's. I feel like Phase once they get done with Phase Three, they're gonna have a lot of trouble trying to figure out what to do after that. You know, because it's been all Avengers, all yeah. main main tier characters. Um, now you got to start coming up with new shit. But regardless, um, they're gonna have to just start. Here's the thing: is they're gonna have to start recasting people at some point. They're gonna have See, to start I think there's digging so many deep ca- down. I think there's so many characters that they haven't even touched yet that they won't have to start recasting stuff for a while. You but know, you know like, they're you gonna know, want never, to. Once, once Thor is uh, he's done appearing and stuff, like he's gonna he's not gonna show up for years and years and years. You know, um, once Robert Downey Jr.'s done, Tony Stark's not gonna show up for years and years and years. Like you have to have that 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 breathing time in between. You know what I mean? Um, even with with something like Batman versus Superman, like you had that four or five year gap of time where you you didn't have a Batman, you know, between Christian Bale and, and Ben Affleck. So, but it helps, you know what I mean? It it helps to like reset the public's mentality. Another third, you know? another third superhero movie that was a giant pile of crap. <coughs> yeah, haven't seen it yet. You haven't seen Dark Knight Rises? No, I thought we were talking about that. Ben oh Affleck. no, oh, yeah. We Bat were Fleck. talking about how it'd been so long. Surprisingly, since the third though, Batman movie. Ben Affleck's one of the best parts about that movie. So I think Snyder did a really good job um, casting that. But he fucked up. That I don't speech. doubt. Was he the casting director? <laughs> yeah, but he had final approval. I mean, at the you think day, a casting director goes to a big star like Ben Affleck? No, that's oh, like. By the way, <laughs> Ben Affleck's directing his own Batman movie, and he's finished a script for it. I know. That's so amazing. Makes me happy. Yeah. Remember when he wrote scripts? <laughs> he still does. I know, but like every time he's written, <coughs> remember when he good. when he won an Oscar for writing that script that one time? Yeah, it's called Goodwill Hunting. Yeah. Son. And Matt Damon. Matt Damon has a fucking Oscar for writing, dude. I know. Can you believe that? It's weird. That's really weird. It's good to see Ben Affleck's career finally catch up to Matt Damon's, because like Matt Damon kind of rocketed off ahead of him. And made right decisions, where yeah. Ben Affleck made shitty decisions. Yeah, I mean, everybody has that moment. You know, I mean, even Matt Matt Damon has made shitty decisions, you know? I mean, he made Stuck on You, so that was... Uh, yeah, but it wasn't Geely. No, well, uh, let's put it this way. Ben Affleck had a string of bad decisions. Yeah. You know, he had Geely, <laughs> he had Daredevil, he had... Um, fuck, there was Paycheck, or whatever that shit was called. Paycheck. The, 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 like, 2003 to 2005 was a bad time. Oh, yeah, really. Uh, Jersey Girl, Don't you know, that, hey. kind of that was a huge. <laughs> it's not a bad movie, but it was a huge flop yeah. for him. Um, okay, so the main topic, the final topic, this kind of ties in only because it's because it's everything. Because dude. it's everything. Comic Con is exactly. Everything. Uh, so Fox Twentieth Century has said that they're not going to come to Hall H this year. They say. Dude, fuck you. You know what? 19th century Fox is actually going to replace them. I fucking hate you. Sorry, that was terrible. Um, That was just bad. And so that just loosely ties in because, like, that's the coolest thing to see every year is, like, the superhero movie shit. Yeah, well, I mean, it is, but but at the same time, I think we can all agree, because we've all been to Hall Apes the last few years, that it's... it's uh, well uh, to put it in the words of Joel Reese, line con. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, and Hall H in particular, I, st- I, s- I still do it. 
No, I know, and I think that everybody does do it, but you know, I think the presence of one less studio might actually be a good thing, if that makes sense. You know, True. like it might alleviate that. That I feel like Comic Con's at almost at a breaking point. You know, like there's I fucking there's hope so. this weird dichotomy of people who love going there, like myself and us, that want to go there. But at the same time, there's so many people that that go, and it's so hard to get a hotel and to do all these things that it almost makes you not want to go because it's just hard to do anything there, you know. And I, I love it so much, but at the same time, I feel like I mean, it's it's hard for me to say because I'm not a veteran of Comic Con. I came into Comic Con during the height of the studio age there, you know. Yeah, you did. So it's like I wasn't going there like you when you could go up to the ticket booth and just buy. A batch. You there was know, a right? dude. There was a no. dude in a sailor's costume. Yeah, that would be like, "Here's your registration. Go upstairs." That's, that, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's you know, I, I have necessarily no frame of reference in that respect, but I feel like even 2012 was my first year, and even then, I've seen a massive increase in the amount of people, the amount of um, sort of quote unquote general public that come that aren't there necessarily for the comic booky shit or the nerdiness of it, but they're yeah. there because it's like, oh, that's something to do that weekend, you know, or people come down from LA and they're like, oh, it's Comic-Con this weekend and they, it's <laughs> on the news and, you know, it's sort of the popularization of it, I guess, yeah. you know? Well, I guess the reason we should probably, the reason Fox is skipping is because of all of the piracy yes. of the footage yes. shown in Hall H. Which I think is is in a weird way connected to that because it's these these people who aren't diehard fans and you know they're just showing up for a day or two and just coming coming for the panel and that's it and they never step foot in the fucking exhibit I hall, think you know. It kinda helps. Look, the fucking oh, it totally the does. footage for uh, Suicide Squad that was shown and then the trailer went up early because they leaked it, so then they yeah. just released it. And yeah. that got fans fucking hyped. Mm -hmm. Like, I wasn't at the Suicide Squad panel. Yeah. And I was excited that they were releasing it what early. They, what they need to do, and I think they've tried this kind of thing in the past, but what they really need to do is they just need to start live streaming the panels. Guess what? They do. No. What? Guess what? What? That's happening. Which yeah, is why they, it makes no sense the Fox is pulling out. Comic-Con HQ yeah. is this new... They're doing like a VOD service called Comic-Con HQ. Yeah. It's powered by Lionsgate. Mm -hmm. So they're doing – they're in talks. They haven't decided if they want to yet or not because, you know, for the exclusivity reasons of going to Comic-Con. But Comic-Con HQ is still happening. It's going to be like a, like a live TV event of, of, of Comic-Con. But they've been talking about just live streaming everything in the panel, not just the Q&As. But the footage but the and everything—they fucking yeah. need to do that because then it's, it's, it will. St what will happen though is that studios will no longer bring scenes and sizzle reels; they'll bring trailers. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you can show a trailer to someone and they're going to get the same experience. But I still think that could be a good thing because then there's those people who don't feel the need to go to the convention yeah. unless they want that quote-unquote special experience of being in the room with the person yeah. and the ability to maybe to ask them a question if they get lucky. But I, I just I don't know. I just, it's Comic Con was kind of a clusterfuck last year, but it was also a Star Wars year. And I the think first Star Wars year in a long time. So. I think they should do the opposite, really? and instead of I th I don't think they should live stream because then I think you're giving uh, people access to the stuff that other people waited in line like 24 hours. Like, to but they won't the have to anymore. That's well, what I'm saying. That's like, what I'm saying. I don't think they should live stream. 
because it gives people access to the same stuff that other people had to wait in line 24 hours to get. I do think that they should put up like if they're going to show this this content and they're saying, yeah. hey, nobody pull out your phones. And yeah. they can't stop people. No. And people record and it. Haven't. And then they put it online and it's shit quality. And the companies then like knee jerk. Right? They're like, oh, shit. Like, well, here it is. Like they should just yeah. plan ahead to like release that stuff like at the end of the panel like exactly. when their panel's over it well, goes yeah. live but just like the exclusive like videos i don't think that they should actually i think the like the whole stream i think the whole q a portion and all that special interaction with like the cast and producers and director i think yeah. that should still be unique and special to going to comic-con and yeah. that's what makes that's what makes it like worth it rather than just like sitting on your computer and watching yeah, the well, exclusive don't content. you want to live in a comic-con world where you don't have to wait in line for hall h anymore exactly. man and there used to be a time and this is before either of you went is, there used to be a time when there was no line yeah. you just well, went into hall I think h to your, i'm to, not talking to about your, whether like the line reference was about no, i'm just saying like no this, but that's what i'm talking about no i i know what you're no trying to but say, i'm though, but God. like i think there's something like you shouldn't give away the specialness of the in person, like the the yeah. parts, like the whole thing. Just give just totally. give them like but, that that like sneak peek footage. But like, to that put point, there's some people that just come to see that footage. You know what I mean? Like I know. Yeah. So now they won't come, so there'll be less people to like have to deal with. That's I'm okay the, with that. That's kind of the point I'm making, though, is that you know you can still have the specialness of it. By being there, but then the people that, oh, just wanted to fast forward through the footage and, and see that or whatever, like they can do that. You know, you have, you sort of have the best of both worlds, is kind of what I'm trying to say. Yeah. You know what I mean, yeah. Which is um, why it makes no sense if they're planning to do this, why is Fox still backing out? Like, well, I think, I think they've learned there's no, Fox there's is, no piracy Fox concern. Is, Fox has never put on good Hall H presentations. And <laughs> to Dude, add, are you to kidding that, me? They're the ones that, that fucking, it was. Deadpool year, man. They've yeah, I mean that was response. a good that was a good movie that they had that they happened to have that year. But the presentation wasn't special. They didn't take us to a fucking concert across the street. They didn't, no one's done that with Star Wars. You, That's not no, well, fair. I'm saying like even like Scott Pilgrim, where they take you to the to the screening. You know, stuff like when Robert Danny Jr. shows up at the back of Holly, yeah. it walks all the way through with an, a gauntlet. You know, yeah, that yeah, yeah. kind of shit. Yeah, like they should was, do the, more. It's not cool just, shit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That that that's what makes it special. It's surprises. Not sit, it's not, surprises make exactly. it exactly. It's not sitting in that room and in person, a bunch of people that are doing 300 things. feet away that you can barely see, and that you're you're watching a TV screen in Hall H anyways. Yeah. You know, but it's the vibe, the energy, getting drunk and like do. listening it's, to Star Wars music and having lightsaber the, duels. I think it's like, also, too, about the communal experience. You know, like yeah. being in that room with so many people that are. In, in, so enthusiastic about the same things that you are, and you can't That's stream exciting. that shit. There's like the, the the stuff that like you get while you're sitting in the chair and you're just watching the screen or you're watching the people who are like sometimes like tiny on your horizon <laughs> because yeah. you're so far back in the room. You may as well just be watching on TV. Yeah. But then there's like the stuff where you actually get to do things or experience things that's really cool. Like mm-hmm. the Star Wars celebration was the coolest thing I've I, like. Yeah. Comic Con highlight of the last. For instance, five years. One probably. one that I thought of that was that was actually kind of fun is uh, when they just sort of showed up and announced the Last of Us movie. Yeah, remember that? Yeah, I mean, yeah, even yeah. though we haven't heard anything about that, but nobody knew about it that. It was a time slot on the schedule that just said like question mark. Yeah, and yeah. then they're like, "Guess what, bitch? I'm Sam Raimi. We're making the Last of Us." Yeah, exactly. With and Williams. So it's, it's stuff like that where you can't necessarily like the only way you could have you could have 
been a part of that is by being in the panel at that specific time. Like yeah. you can't plan that out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's that kind of thing that I think you can still have with still being able to stream it to certain people that just want to see the footage or just want to see the, the question and answer session. You know, I think Fox fucked up majorly because their slate this year includes a fucking Assassin's Creed, man. Oh, God. and like, and they, that's something they Creed need to build had hype a massive for. prominence at Comic-Con the last few yeah. years too. I the, think they know, need yeah. to build hype for that movie. I they, think that's a great, that would be a great panel. Assassin's Creed shit. always has a big thing last for like the last Remember like they three had or the four ship years. Two years yeah. ago, and then they had the obstacle. They course. had the obstacle course and the ship. Yeah, man. Yeah. Like, here's the, the thing: like the fact, yeah, the leap of faith. Dope. The fact that they're not going to be showing anything from Assassin's Creed, like, not yeah. that people aren't going to see it. Well, but yeah, I that's know. a. I I think it's a. I think it's a marketing mistake. Well, it's like it's like Disney's but, starting to like do less stuff because they want to sh- do things at D twenty three. Yeah, but Fox doesn't have its own expo. No, no, but it just sucks that it's another <laughs> thing, major company yeah. the like thing, doing less. The thing less. you also have to remember about all of this is that, by and large, most of the studios that have actually come to Comic Con have not necessarily gained as much as they have put into coming to the event. You know what I mean? Like, for instance, you have a movie like Kick-Ass, which had a massive standing ovation and blew Hall H away, you know? And then that movie comes out and it grosses $20 million. And, like, so what was all that effort for is what the studio's thinking, you know? So at a certain... But, but like I said, you can't necessarily blame Fox for that because they haven't put the right amount of fucking effort into doing it the proper way, you know what I mean? So another movie, Wolverine 3. Is another yeah. thing that like they yeah. like I just think this is the wrong like if they wanted to do it this is the wrong year to fucking do it like, yeah well you gotta I think you can't just like oh we're we're out all of a sudden like you kind of gotta phase it out I'm yeah. curious what they're gonna do with Marvel if they're ever gonna come back man that's gonna be a sad day when there's no more Marvel panels that there's just another con much. for us to go to man and no yeah. actually here's the things like and you like I don't think we agree on it and like what you just said I yearn for th- I want the bubble to pop man. I want people to stop fucking going to Comic Con. Me too. If Marvel, if everyone that, that's, pulls that's, out, that's and we get a Stone Age and we restart, and then maybe they start coming back. Yeah, I'm fine with that. But well, I want, I, I see, want it to happen. It's funny, dude. I agree. I'd with be you, okay with but, them like keeping it like a lot of people going, but I wish there was some like consideration towards people who've been going for a while, like like this year our struggle well, with like the Hyatt, and that'd be like, oh, you've stayed at this at our hotel for the last five years, you can stay here again next year if you want. Yeah, like. Well, that would help a lot because, like, just having to compete with like so many people is, is garbage. Like. Yeah, and I, mean, I think Fox pulling out is, I think, the beginning of that that collapse. I think it's been on the tip of everybody's tongues, and nobody's really been talking about it. Just the whole Comic Con society. It's not even a crowd; it's a society. And the um, Illuminati. Yeah, exactly, dude. It's a fucking movement. Um, but you know, I, I think it's like you said; it's 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 a sign. I think, to be honest, depending on what happens this year um, with them pulling out and with Marvel most likely not coming back again, um, it'll be interesting, you know, like to see sort of how the reaction is. is and the ripple effect years down the line, you know, like if people didn't like the fact that there wasn't a lot of good panels this year, they may not show up next year. And then good. next year, less and less. And it was, good, so it's, it's going to be interesting to see. But I think at, at a certain point, the bubble is going to pop. But. My feelings, I'm torn, dude, because I, it's I, like I want the bubble to pop, like you said, but that's also coming from a person who is a part of the bubble. 
yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Of course, so of course, like, of course, I, of course. I can only say that yeah, so yeah. much because with, you know, I, I don't know. I wouldn't have, you know, I didn't start. I think that, uh, I think that it's, look, it sucks. Would I love to see like some Wolverine three footage? Of course I would. Um, is that one last like five to six hour time slot I have to schedule at my Comic Con? Yeah. Yeah. So it does suck because I I I am a Hall H fiend. I love packing my little man tube with fucking cold sculpins and going in there and getting shit faced and having fun. Uh but that's what you know, that's what the HBO and AMC day is for. We go we go walking dead. We go Game of Thrones, and then yeah. that's our Hall H day. You know and what I mean? Whatever else is there. Yeah, I'm like I'm fine the with the studios for... getting out. Yeah. To be honest with you, I used to not. I, I used to not be this way. I used to be that dude waiting for the fucking Marvel panel, waiting yeah. for the fucking Fox panel, yeah. right? And like, and I care less and less about that yeah, every year. You know? I'm I'm kind of okay with uh, with what's going on. I feel like that's maybe just a matter of just getting older, though, and your taste changing a little maybe. bit too. You know, like you don't really like. There's so much to do at Comic Con now that you. Even without the idea of Hall H and waiting in a massive line for days and days to get into Hall H, there's so much to do at Comic Con that you, if you had five fucking clones of yourself, you couldn't do everything <laughs> that you wanted to do, you know? Yeah, so, for sure. I mean, a little bit of downscaling at this point, it could be beneficial, but it could also hurt, too. Oh, here, yeah, it, that's it hurt, the problem. It, it I hurt. don't think they will downscale. No, because, because it would hurt the city economically, yeah, and you exactly. can't. Yeah, you can't Unfortunately. Do that. But with all of that said, and even against my own opinions, I think it's a mistake for Fox to do this. Yeah. I want the bubble to pop, but even against that, I'm going to play like the devil's advocate. I think that they are fucking up on their own part. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of cha- changes are coming. You know? Speaking of Comic-Con, if anyone has an extra reservation at the Grand uh, Manchester Hyatt, <laughs> you can send it my way to reevesfilm at gmail.com. Thank you. Joel Reeves <laughs> and Manchester Hyatt. <laughs> Joel Reeves requests. There you go. Oh, man. I don't know why that made me think of that. No. Delivery. Because I was literally requesting something. Exactly. Uh, anywho, I think that was the end of the conversation on that one. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much Fox is leaving. Could be bad. We'll see. They could come carrying back next year with their tail between their legs, you know? Look at Wolverine 4. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, they probably won't, though, because it's money they're not spending and they could put other places, so they're probably happy to not spend money at Comic-Con. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Each, I think each studio is just going to start doing it slowly and slowly. I mean, I don't think it's... I, to be honest, I don't think it's going to be... It, we could be overestimating it. Sorry, I just want to say this one thing. No, I mean, thinking yeah. About it, it's just... Um, <laughs> It could be a thing where it's like they bring specific movies to Comic-Con, where it's like Fox won't have a panel with all their upcoming movies. Oh, they're having a presence at Comic-Con still. Well, that's a they're not pulling out of the con. They're pulling yeah, out yeah, of yeah. Hall H. But the point I'm making is that they could bring, like, for instance, Sony could just bring Spider-Man Homecoming, you know, because it's a Spider-Man movie, you know. But yeah. Or they could just bring Wolverine 3 next year, you know. Yeah, yeah. And not have it be like the Fox panel slate of movies, you know, where it's True. they put – they put fucking, like, remember when Hateful Eight was at Comic-Con? Like, why was Hateful Eight at Comic-Con, you know? I mean, Tarantino's uh, a geek, and, you know, he geeks out about shit, but that was not a Comic-Con movie, you know? Yeah, not at all. Um, so I think you got to pick and choose your battles, you know? Like, why was the, f- I mean, I, the Expendables, I kind of get, but, you know, stuff like that where it's, like, Divergent and all these Oh, and Terry Crews stands up on know? a table and rips his shirt open, fucking like. Twilight, like, why was Twilight at Comic-Con, you know? There's no reason that. I mean, that was, that was the last day of good Comic-Con. You do realize that, like I know that's that when was went to shit. that was the death of Comic Con. I know was the day of the first Twilight movie. I know in Hall H. 
Yep. I remember 2008. it very clearly. Yep, summer of 2008. I'm still mad about it. Yeah. And then I remember there used to be a lot of, I remember hearing stories about, oh, yeah, like the Twilighters went for, went for that panel only, but they stayed like, um, they basically, people who wanted to go oh, they, see all the other yeah. panels except for Ty- Twilight, like couldn't get in and shit. Yep. Just like horror stories, dude. That is the horror story. Yeah, so. I mean, I was in that panel and they were high as balls. Uh, literally, annoying. Robert Pattinson's agent, like the Q&A would happen and Robert Pattinson would, and like, this is not an exaggeration, like he would just giggle yeah. at as like his answer <laughs> yeah. and like they'd be like, who, ah! like whoever was I don't know if it was like his agent or the president yeah. of like Lionsgate or whatever or no it wasn't Lionsgate it was uh, Summit Entertainment yeah, yeah, someone yeah. had to like lean over cover his mic and go um what Rob meant to say was that he's extremely excited to be a part of this franchise and he is gonna do the movie justice no. I, so I swear to god like people oh. had to interject Kristen Stewart as well. Like, they were all just high as shit. That's funny. And, like, the people had to be like, uh, what they're trying to say. And that's, oh, like, it was the worst panel. And that's it was brutal. the death of Comic Con. Yeah. It sucks that something like that ruined everything. Yeah. So, yeah. That's it. That's all. Anywho, <laughs> thanks, guys, for listening to this episode of Pop Pop, the pop culture podcast. Uh, is it safe to say that we're back, Taylor? I think it's safe to assume that we're back now that I'm not like we're back, making, motherfuckers, making movies and stuff. Go check us out on ageofthenerd.com. I think Pat's gonna be writing some reviews for Game of Thrones this uh, this current season, right? Yeah, fuck Ooh, yeah. I'm Speaking of that, Game that. of Thrones is back. Um, I'm not gonna continue writing reviews for Fear of the Walking Dead because I just hated the end of it last season, and really? I just don't give a shit. But I mean, you haven't hated, even watched you hated it. The end of this season of The Walking Dead. So I just hated the last two seconds. Not like that's true. The, no. the last half of the season was fucking perfect. Yeah. Um, when does Fear the Walking Dead pick up again? Oh, it's yeah. already back. It's like three episodes in. Haven't haven't watched a single one. No. Uh, I need I to just, download those because I just don't give a shit. I so I won't be writing that. Season. But there are sweet ass articles on Should've. the website. I am trying to promote the website. You guys are not yeah. going to have this conversation later. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, there's uh, okay, there's, there's going to be a lot more content coming on because I am finally free to write some stuff now. So hopefully in the next couple of weeks I'll have some sweet shit up there too. Awesome, man. Uh, I'm the only nerd on the tweets and the Instagrams. Read some on Snapchat. I'm going to be doing stuff for the podcast specifically. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Baby. Oh, yeah. I'll subscribe. Yeah. Review and it. And didn't you, uh, didn't you, don't you have like a little Snapchat add me thing too? Is there a way to post that on the. Oh, I do have the add me notes. code. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I got the little pic I can post. So people, if they want to, they can. Uh, cool. Check out Sounds your, good. Your At some point, I will be transitioning it to the rest of my social media. I'm the LA Nerd um, yeah. for the podcast specifically. Yeah. But we would love a review. A subscribe is better. You know what? Thankfully, in the two months that we were on hiatus, we we only lost like a very minimal amount of like subscribers, which is great. And I'm which sure means they would. I'm sure they would come back too. For sure. So please love us. tell everybody review it. I know yeah. the amount of people that listen to this podcast. Y'all need to review it. Don't make me go in and write a fake fucking review for my own <laughs> podcast. I've definitely not done that. <laughs> Why would I do something like that? I don't know, Joel. Why would you do something like that? Because it was the first <laughs> review we ever had. We needed, we needed one. We needed, <laughs> we needed one. one, and now we have seven. Yeah, uh, oh, That's actually good. I didn't realize. I thought it was like four or five. Yeah, man. It's actually not bad. So please, and like we always say, it doesn't have to be good. Yeah. Don't make it bad on purpose. Well, so but give, tell us, us, what you give think. us your honest opinion. Beautiful. Thank you all for listening. I'm the only nerd here with Taylor Salen. Hey, you. And Patrick Garrity. Hey. Bye.
Later, you nerds. Good night. Hey, bye. <laughs>